Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'm your host Chris, as always joined by my co-host Sean. This is so fun, isn't it? Isn't it? It's always so fun. And John. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I can tell. All the fun. <laughs> oh man. That's what they call you. They call you great, great time, John. <laughs> good time, John. Or good time, yeah, John. Good time, John. <laughs> Swell time, John. <laughs> I'm um I'm actually I'm dancing in the rain, fellas. Really? It's raining in Georgia. Because it finally is raining in our neck of the woods. I walked outside Sunday and I was like, what, what is this? Did it rain here Sunday? How long has it been? A little bit, like, like on the hill here. More or less two or three months? It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a while. <laughs> My grass Seriously. is dead. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, I went over to, uh, when I went over Saturday to, uh, watch the Bama game at Jeff's, right? Yeah. Like when I was pulling That's, in. That's, uh, Alabama, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, one of the one of his neighbors was cutting the grass, uh-huh. and nothing but dirt was just coming, just, out, yeah, spraying yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's dead." Oh my goodness! Yeah, but it's it's I don't know. I was actually happy that it rained, and and you, and you I'm only to, happy when it rains. You, I see what you did. Um, but you 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 gotta not have something for a while to appreciate it when it comes back. That's true, and that that's how I feel about the rain. Now, if it continues to rain for more than like three days, yeah, f rain. <laughs> so just to FYI, my my boss my boss is traveling, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so I've got my phone on just in oh. case there's an there's an issue. Is this your way of flossing? What? See, John flossing is. <laughs> my boss is here, and he, if he calls me, I'll probably stop this podcast too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of boss, though, did you guys did you guys? Uh, oh, is get, this a good pivot? Did you get no, mm-hmm. probably not. Did you guys get paid Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here. On Friday, going, I am so oh, broke. I'm not going to see any money until Tuesday. Yeah, like I literally asked you Friday if you wanted to go lunch, and you were like, I'm broke. I'm broke. I have And I offered to buy you. Yeah. And you never responded. You declined. Oh, did yeah. I? I didn't. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I would have probably would take you up on that. Yeah, I was like, I'll buy you. Because um, he won. I knew so, he um, loves his Q-Tater, and I was, oh, I was, was dangling it out there because I was really feeling it because... I wasn't going to take a sad one. I was going to take us to the north side one because they've got mac and cheese in it. I, I, every time I get it now, I'm like, this is maybe the best mac and cheese, in my opinion, in the city. 13th Street? Yeah. Okay. Like the one on north side, though. I don't know. I don't know if the one over in Phoenix City. Has I got to be honest. You want to go tomorrow? Oh, um, we can. I, I had some mac and cheese at a place. There's a, there's a, there's a local guy who owns several restaurants, and his first name is Mark. I'll leave it there. Oh, yeah. Mm. He has a city grill. <laughs> um, He's kind of plucked up. <laughs> Well, anyway, the mac and cheese at the City Grill. Yeah, I was like, I think it's pimento cheese mac and yeah. cheese. Uh, I'm a little iffy. On yeah, that. I don't know if I'd be sometimes crazy. I like Dude, it. I don't like pimento cheese. Oh, really? So this is what I'm telling you. Mm. Oh, it was fantabulous. Nice. Yeah, very nice. That's not a word. It's a word today. So it's a made up word. I wake up. <laughs> I wake up on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And Clarissa <laughs> says, "Honey, who is Clarissa?" Or Pookie. She definitely said Pookie. She said Pookie. 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 That's my wife. Your wife. Uh, she said, I think you got paid today. So I would just like to personally thank Christopher Columbus uh, yeah. for <laughs> yep. allowing me <laughs> it was, to it get was, paid. It was hard to figure it out. Like, this is only for financial reasons. I'm only thanking him for yeah. financial reasons. I went in Everything there, else aside. <laughs> I went in there like Saturday morning. I was just like, I was in John's precariament. But, you know, I was like, okay. I'm just wondering where my balance is, you know, because it's yeah. usually just what I do on Saturdays because I'm about to buy beer and, you know. <laughs> How I, much beer can I buy? Yeah, am I buying PBR or am I buying beer? Is yeah. you know Because it is October. Yeah, do you yeah. like the Oktoberfest? I'm not like, I enjoy them. They're fine. But yeah. like, 
Jeff is hardcore yeah. about those. I'm not, that's a good beer. Yeah. yeah I'm not really as is. like, if they're there, like when they actually had their October day fest thing, I had like two or three, you know, while I was there, but I didn't go buy any, you know, I got I, you. I'm not like that. Whereas, yeah, other people, they're, they're hardcore about that stuff. Yeah, man. That's their beer. But, uh, so you, you were, you had money to buy the beer. Yeah. I like go and I check and I'm like, Thumb, thumbs not right here. Yeah. <laughs> had money to go see a movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, so we Thanks have a, the invite. We have a, um, uh, uh, never going to happen. Um, we so, have, I know. <laughs> trust me. I know. <laughs> we have, we have a friend at work who is, she's like Miss Payroll, like MS dot payroll. Like she, she's a female. So Miss, you get it. You got it, guys. I don't know. She is. Anyway, um, Anytime there's going to be uh, a, um, a early or a late, depending on what's going on, or she knows the exact, you know, some some instances we've been like you, yeah. where we were going into the weekend and we were giving the news, hey, you know, you're going to get paid. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I get the text um, from my wife, your wife, your wife, and she goes, hey, by the way, we are getting paid tomorrow because we got some stuff working on that we're yeah. working on, and mm-hmm. I go, why? Uh, Christopher Columbus holiday. Occurred, it always, banks are closed. Never yeah. occurred to me. So our company has to work around that, and they can't pay us later mm-hmm. than the Correct. day they're supposed to. Deposits for so, Tuesday uh, have to go in Saturday. So I became the guy that gave the Johns of the world joy because I went around where I work and was telling everybody I knew that was broke as well. <laughs> I was like, "You're getting paid tomorrow." And they're like, "Shut up! Why?" Do, do you but, know? Do you know what my balance was on Friday? Sixteen cent. Please be cents. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 20 bucks, but I was like, wow, that's still, you could have got lunch and been fine. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it. I just, I don't know. Sometimes it bees like that, Chris. I've, hey, I've had those moments in my life here. Yeah. Um, you know, car issues that will do it to you real quick. Right. Yeah. And to this day, you remember the fiasco with the Xbox? The yeah, Lupe yeah. fiasco? I, 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 set it, I set it up online to have it repaired, and I was going to send it in. But the same day, I called them and, and canceled it, and I said, I need that refunded. To this day, they have yet to refund that money. To me. Shut you your probably, face. You should probably call them. I've called them several times. Uh, well, I, I, I haven't I, checked today. I want to check today. I haven't checked the account for the refund, but you, re- you remember my debacle with yeah. the DJ thing. Yep. And, uh, so on the customer um, user interface of their website, it still showed that particular order as outstanding with another payment coming out. I don't know if you know what happened. Just a quick briefing. Yeah, I yeah. finally returned it. Yeah. And in the middle of the returning, the second installment came out. Ah. But the difference of from the installment versus what was left in the order, it, it was in your boy's favor. They were going to refund me because now the account was paid off in full. Life was good. <laughs> so I logged on today and I said, it's still showing that another you know, chunky payments coming out <laughs> Chunky payment. on, you know, this upcoming month. So I called him and she goes, no, 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 you're good. The refund went back into your account, sir. Had you looked back in September, you would have saw it. Uh, but she was very nice. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. Dumb. But so, yeah, I, in that case, how did, how did they take care of mine so fast? And then yours, you're still there going, they keep blaming it on some sort of glitch. Uh, what? But, uh, it's still sitting there. It's still sitting there on my credit card statement. Two hundred seventy nine dollars and seventy. That's how much cents. you paid to have that much stress in your life. Yeah, I said. I said, look. I said, guys, <laughs> look how Chris is looking. Oh at man, <laughs> I finally got really upset with this one guy. Yeah, because I went online and I was doing the customer service IM chats. Yeah, yeah. for uh, Xbox, she puts me through these steps to submit a claim. For a refund. 
And because I put in the wrong order number, they declined it and threatened me and said, if you do, if you consistently submit faulty claims, we will suspend your Xbox Live account. I'm like, dude, I, I just put in the I wrong just, number I made, by accident. I made one mistake, guys. I'm sorry. So I call, I call customer service and the guy on the phone says to me, well, sir, maybe you should just accept the decision. Whoa. I said, Dang. excuse the F out of me. Please tell me you didn't say the F. So it wasn't the first part that got I said, please tell me that this call is being recorded for quality assurance. And they got me in touch with the (laughs) the team that... I said, let me speak to the team that made the decision. They said, I can't do that, sir. Do they have phones? No, sir, they don't. I'm like, you're telling me they don't have phones? Come on. Not for you, they don't. Why so did you put that? I finally they they he put me in touch with a supervisor who immediately put me in touch with so, that so, team. Yeah. Um, and so he blamed it on some sort of weird glitch. So I don't know. I, well, well the, now the, they've told me that it's been rectified, it's been fixed, but as of now, nothing's happened. The glitch was you put in the wrong number. You should call your bank or your credit card bank. See what they <laughs> credit card. I mean, like you, you've explored the one side, and they're saying, "Well, we we've done it." So now I would call them, and I would be like, "Well, hey, can you guys have talk? you gotten anything on this?" Oh, and then it's right there know, in my statement. It's right there. Yeah, I mean, like as far as though, like to see, like, is it something that they're reviewing? Uh, well, or, you know, I said, guys, I said to the guy, I'm like, look, man, I I canceled a two hundred seven eight nine dollar order. Yeah. And went out and bought a brand new Xbox. Hmm. So you guys have over $800 of my money. I want some of it back. I, I accused Xbox of stealing from me. Uh, you, did you say those words? Yes. I said, what? you are you are stealing from me. What they say? Uh, oh, no. They said, we do not appreciate the insinuation. They said, you, should, you, should, uh, <laughs> you should accept the decision, sir. You should accept the decision, oh, sir. I would find out where that guy sat. Well, I already did. He's, I, he's I no longer with us. Ah, but anyway, I didn't. I don't know how. I don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dive into that. But um, no, but it was part of no, it. No, it, it was my natural. favorite. I said to the guy, "I'm like, I have bought four <laughs> Xbox consoles this generation. Four of them. I mean, this is nonsense. Let me speak to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do five. Patch so. Phil in, please. But the la- I got an email from Louise from customer service saying that it's been processed. So that was Friday. Waiting. That was Friday. Well, that, okay, yeah. Because it's just today. That would make sense. I mean, there was a holiday. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. You know the thing. You know the same but reason. It's been, we'll, it's been a while. When, when I first requested the refund the day of, uh-huh. they said, please allow 30 days. It's been over 50 days. Mm. Has it been that long? Yeah. 30 business days, though? Did they it's say been that? that long. I don't know that I split a, a yeah, yeah. But even then, they've, yeah, they've, they've, they've acknowledged that this should have been taken care of. Well, it's been good. 50 so days since we went to Opelika. Yeah. That's Wait. A, are you sure? No, you're dumb. I I was I did this. Uh, I I bought the the Xbox probably a week before we went to Opelika. So yeah, still yeah. around that time frame is crazy. That it was, was fifty crazy. days ago. Crazy. That was the night you had that cheeseburger from that place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's nice, huh? Can we uh, drive Can to uh, Opelika after, <laughs> <show? laughs> after the show? Uh, as much as much as people love hearing about these stories, maybe we could talk about something like El Camino or whatever. <laughs> 
or sports. Anything well, no, 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 no. Let's not talk about sports. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to you. I don't care. Uh, we, John and I talked about it when it's we went to It's been a tough week. The it's uh, yeah. Braves lost. Dodgers lost. Yeah. Dodgers, yeah. Aren't, but wait, aren't the Dodgers still in it right now? No, Chris. No? Oh, they lost. And what made it so bad is they were up in the game. They lost, which made them lose the entire series. I went to mm. bed. Yeah, they were was, winning the game. Yeah, I I did have this real, this weird realization, right? Like when I was talking to some of my relatives by chance this week, who lived back in Maryland, right? Fun fact: like even though my dad's a nose fan, I'm a nose fan. Like before that, when they were growing up, my all my family members they were Washington Senators fans because they lived closer to D.C. That's why they rooted for them in the mm-hmm. Redskins, and like. They never saw that team ever be well, the senators anything were garbage. Long time yeah, ago, yeah. Right? So they left. Yeah, they left like in sixty four, sixty five. Yeah, and now they're in the prospects of finally, in the in the back end of their lives, potentially finally seeing the Nationals or a Washington baseball team at least go to a World Series. How right? long has the Nationals been around? I don't a decade know. Decade at the most, no. maybe yeah, at most like that. I would think. Yeah. Can't I think be. It's a, it's a little longer than that, but maybe. Uh, um, I think it's. I think I, I. I. I didn't see this play out when Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies, mm-hmm. and then this team continued to kind of be what they were. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I did think he was more of a um, important piece of that team, but yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, it's like a team sport. They say. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah, John and I finally saw the Joker. Ah. Uh, Did you like it? No. Oh. I, I didn't, and and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not. I'm not saying anybody else who says they like it, for whatever reason you like it, good for you. I just, I didn't like that take on it at all. Huh. I was disengaged. Um, I was laughing at inappropriate times, like uh, him. Uh, possibly like him. I don't know, but yeah. John said it was just okay, and I kind of, you know, I can go with it being just okay. It's. I wouldn't say it was just okay. I don't know that you can go. I don't know that you can walk out of a film like that and go, man, I love that. Right. Because it's a dark and just, it kind of. It's a drama. He drags you down with him. Yeah. That I mean, you're in that same melancholy state. Is Penny drinking out of the toilet? She's <laughs> got water some, in there. It's okay. possible. Yeah. He finally um, gave the dog water, John. That's what it sounds like. I, but, it rained today. Four <laughs> years in. But I thought, I thought the last. Half of them. Not half, I mean, half. Well, the last 30 minutes the to last 40 act. minutes. Was phenomenal. Yes. I thought we that would was both solid. agree on that. Yeah. Now, I'd read, and I'd love to go back and, and look at it again. The opening scene when he's at his desk, putting on his makeup, looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. There's two lights, two slits of lights mm-hmm. coming through. And it makes the mirror image look like Batman's cowl. Oh. If you, if you look at it. And know to look at it. Right, right. And I saw an image of it. I went, oh. Hey. That is Batman's cowl. It was, oh, it was actually kind of clever. It, the way they wrote, um, I, I can't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, oh, you're going to eject on that because that's possible spoiler territory. But you made a statement that this was, um, <clears throat> a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll say it off mic to Chris and uh-huh. the listeners will never know. Uh, I kind of see that. Why they did that? If you're talking about Batman's cowl, it has to do with the way they wrote a particular character that may or may not be tied to the Batman universe, other than the Joker. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm glad I saw I, I'm, it. I'm, I thought I'm, it was an interesting film. I'm not too far off from you guys. Like, I didn't absolutely love it. I don't think I'm as negative as you, 
but like you know i've i've kind of just my thing has been like look it's a great performance by an actor that's probably the high point of it like i feel like i could act it like that go on let's see you do it i really could <laughs> but but at the same time i've seen that dude do that kind of character a couple of times in the last yeah, no he's a great actor because he, yeah. he really he goes all in yeah you know like, what i mean you know he he commits to whatever it is and that's really cool to see um and and i've also said like robert de niro even though he's not in a ton <laughs> his part in there he's i was like fantastic because like de niro's at this point in his career where there's a number of things where i'm just like he's phoning this in you know he's just like it's a check he it's was work. not you know this in no you, you could tell because it's it's like he's playing the opposite a little bit of his character from uh the king of comedy so it's it's just cool to see him like that like you know on the other side and, and he was living it up he was having fun which uh, comedian did he go after he went after Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah, and he, 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 uh, he had a little bit of a different outcome than than Arthur. But uh, so, so he didn't go after like Cedric or Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Are you confused, John? Very. So no. Mike, when I see when I hear Kings of Comedy or King of Comedy, I immediately associate it to the movie that came out with Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve, Steve Harvey. Yeah. They did like a tour, live tour thing. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know the thing he talks about. Yeah. The other. It's a Scorsese picture. That's. Yeah. Name drop. Yeah. But I know Scorsese, so it's fine. He's pissing everyone off. Oh, Marty? Yeah. And I'm <laughs> loving it because I just love it because he's being honest. He's like, I'm old. I've made great movies. I don't care what you think. Right. <laughs> But um, did you guys watch? Did you guys watch El Camino? I, I did. I was gonna say I got to see two movies this weekend. I, I miss Badger and Skinny. I uh, I love. I actually, <laughs> if we're rating the two, um, one one is way better than the other to me, <laughs> and that's El Camino. Yeah, it was nice. I loved. Uh, I think it was extremely well done, mm -hmm. and you could tell that the um, the guy cared about making the movie. Vince uh, Gilligan. Mm -hmm. I would Gilligan. love to see Vince Gilligan do a western i really would well yeah. they, he um <laughs> they he's it he wrote an episode i believe of justified way back when he was hmm. before he did breaking bad and i always thought that was appropriate like if he had been the guy who done that show i would have been like yeah it's not too surprising right because he's just every he, breaking bad feels like a western yeah it's a, everything's it's a, everything's a, a slow burn yeah and this movie is a slow burn mm -hmm. now the element that it uses <clears throat> I feel like it created out of thin air because mm -hmm. I don't remember in the final episodes him encountering a certain character that ends up in El Camino. You're talking about the one at the very beginning? The opening scene. We're going to have to pause that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But, um, it seemed like it had to invent a, a character to... Oh, you're talking, the story. you're talking about that one. Yeah, I think he was an addition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, the best way I could say is like, <clears throat> is it the greatest thing Breaking Bad's ever done? No. Yeah. But, and like, did I really need this? I would also say no. But if you're going to write an epilogue for a great series, that's about as good as you could do. Like, that's a nice end and close out to that well, whole we never series. need movies yeah plus there was i mean there was a decision made towards the end of the film to get something that he needed that didn't logically make sense like there was another alternative that would have been so much easier 
Oh, you're talking about, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what that is either. I'm just dumb. But otherwise, very, very tense, very fun film to watch. Mm. I was just like being home again. Not that Albuquerque, New Mexico was ever my home, but. Yeah. I've just found a lot of enjoyment post Breaking Bad with um, Better Call Saul and now this. Yeah. I keep waiting for him to put that last season on Netflix. Yeah. I, w- I really <clears throat> want to watch it. Because that show, if you love Breaking Bad and you haven't watched it, Better Call Saul. Great cameos, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In yeah. El Camino or mm-hmm. Bre- Better Call Saul? Better Call Saul. And, and El Camino. El Camino. He, yeah. John was talking about El Camino. You were talking about Better Call Saul. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Both. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in uh, agreement uh, with <clears throat> you on that. Um, also started watching the uh, Hustle and Flow. Oh, man. Yeah. That's my boy in there. Yeah. It's nice. Not, not time. It's, it's a our, uh, DJ. It's a. Um, Dang, it was his no, last no, name. No, no, no. Am I calling? Wait, did I say it wrong? The oh, Netflix hip hop like American Idol. Oh, okay. Rhythm okay. and Flow. Oh, yes. With Chance. Okay. Not Hustle and Flow. Rhythm and Flow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, not Whoop That Trick. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's like a hip hop. American Idol, but on Netflix. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Um, Phenom- previews for it. Phenomenal. <laughs> Love it. This is what it's Chance, <clears throat> Chance, Cardi B, and Ti are yeah. the three main hosts. One and- of those is uh, an outlier compared to the other two. I feel like <laughs> I don't know, man, because he's not. I mean, like Ti is successful. Don't get me wrong, <clears throat> but like those two are the thing right now. You know, Cardi B is huge. Chance is huge right now. Ti is. He's T.I. Don't, don't do that. Look, I know you love some T.I. I remember, fun fun <laughs> fact, Sean and I went to lunch. I think it was with John one day or someone like that. Someone in the car who's not a big T.I. person. <laughs> and this is back when Sean had P.T. Cruiser. Yeah. Rock that thing. And he just started blasting T.I. as loud as he could. And I don't, I don't remember John's reaction, but I remember John. I think it was John. <laughs> going, yeah. just, just looking kind of like he is right now. You don't get down with T.I.? <laughs> I don't What's wrong with you? I don't remember you having a grocery getter. Yeah, it was uh it was it, the, the official color of the PT Cruiser <clears throat> was cool vanilla. Oh. It kind of looked more like a cream to me. That's why it was a cool vanilla, Chris. Oh, okay. It's not yeah. cream, it's coo- cool. It's not just vanilla. It's cool yeah. vanilla. Yeah. Uh, the good times. Cream. I did I did watch some sports this weekend. Yeah. So did I. Uh got anything to say about any running backs? Uh yeah, still not sold. Just oh, saying, okay. hundred yards. Okay, still not sold. Um, what got me was more of the LSU Florida game, <clears throat> and how I, and how much respect LSU has garnered now from that performance. I'll say, after watching our team and and their team and our teams, I I would put us as underdogs going into LSU Florida, even though we're at home. I think LSU looks like the best team in the SEC right now. We'll Dare see. say the nation. Yeah, I think right now someone said like bet what the national championship is. I would bet Ohio State and LSU. Uh, they, I saw a video on Facebook That's we'll probably interviewing the LSU coach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> no, <Then> hitting <laughs> pause <laughs> and playing the water boy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Don't turn me down. No, it was only because right then you you really what happened. You felt it. See? I don't you care. Don't be afraid of the peaks. Peaks and valleys, man. Peaks just and valleys. Trying. I'm trying to be pleasant for the listeners. Well, do they know what you guys are about to talk about? <laughs> uh, That's not going to be too pleasant. <laughs> uh, Lord. Yeah, let's. $25 do, do guys, trade in value. Do you guys want to do this? 
I, no. I got to get the popcorn ready. And uh, This man tried so hard to get a gig today just so he didn't have to come here with us. He's like, guys, I've known that what we do on Tuesday for every day for the last four years. But <laughs> that is so, you know, when something is so not true, but someone riffs on it yeah. as the joke, it makes it even funnier. Yeah. That is so funny what he just did. <laughs> Chris can be funny sometimes. And now it's, it's officially recorded that I said that. Putting it's, it on my wall. It's going, it's going down. Just a loop. Can't wait. Whenever you guys watching our stream, it's just going to be that going in the background. Hey, what's every, up? Every 40 minutes. Just Chris can be pretty funny sometimes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, Sean, hey, Wood, hey, Wood, hey. Is this, is this the part where, um, uh, advertisement comes in next? No. That's okay. So we don't have to worry about possible cuss words. Yeah. Next. Oh, yeah. I should probably address it. Uh, yeah. If by chance last week you, uh, you heard some foul languages in one of our promos, I apologize. Ben from HP Video Games Podcast Network also apologizes. He, he, he was very good on remedying that yeah. situation for us. We do have like most of the network stuff is clean and he thought he had everything marked. Uh, that all the clean ads were going to the ones that, that were are clean, clean show. And the dirty boys yeah, the are going to the boys. dirty ones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think if you go there now, if you turn it off and you wanted to hear the rest of it, if you go and re-download the episode now, you should yeah. have a clean version of if, it. And if you want to hear us cuss, just come to our Twitch channels. <laughs> we don't care. Anyway. Like last night for sure. Yeah, there was tons of it. <laughs> all right. All right, let's do this. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is: Does it deserve the echo? Ghost recon breakpoint. Hey, question is: Did you guys reach? <laughs> did you guys reach your breaking point with it huh did we um yeah let's yeah. get this thing started yeah. i look i think we try to come in and and 10 out of 10 and not <laughs> and like just kind of go factually one by one by one on these this is the first game i've had in a while that like by the third day playing it, I knew exactly where it was, and yeah, I, I wasn't looking for anything redeeming in it to to save right. it to be like, but there's this, you know. Well, John and I saw the Joker on Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> yeah, and 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 I told John at that point, um, because there were we were up in the air about when we were going to record or whatever for this week, and uh, I told John, you know, hey, the thing fell through for Tuesday, so we're good, and he goes. I mean, I guess that's good news, actually, considering I got to go play this this game. This cesspool of a game? That I, that I just can't wait to go play. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know, just get this out of the way. John, I think me and you are both in agreement. We both have dabbled with Wildlands. I had fun with Wildlands. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like a 9 or a 10, but no, I'd give not. it like a... A high people, seven to eight, you know, somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah. People you know? are still playing Wildlands or yeah. Wildlands yeah. made a lot of money for Ubisoft. And it shows because it's clear that a lot of decisions were made with this game because of what I think they saw was a potential to say, okay, we put this out here and now we need a way to, to figure out how to get money off of them. Yeah. This more was regularly. This was their holiday title, wasn't it? Yeah. Cause no Assassin's Creed this year. 
Um, I mean, and their other releases have just kind of been expansion slash offshoot. Well, yeah. no, they had Division. They did have Division 2 earlier this year. Yeah, but I'm just be for yeah. the holiday. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, besides that, Far Cry, and then they've got Watch Dogs 3 in February or March, I think, mm-hmm. of next year. Which I'm looking forward to. <clears throat> that game looks pretty cool. I hope it lives up. Yeah, I look at this game and I'm like, what was the rush? Uh, initially, yeah. I was like, what was the rush on this game? But then I realized, gosh, I guess they just needed to desperately get a... Yeah. Especially when apparently Division did not sell as well as they wanted it to. Mm. Not that it didn't sell well. I just don't know what their high bar was. I don't know what they wanted to do with it. Ten but, um, billion. Yeah. Who knows, dude? But uh, <clears throat> Ubisoft? Ubisoft does know, Chris. That's a fair point. Years Yelment or where is, what is his name? I can't remember his name. Yelment. As I as I always do when if Yimmo. you guys are covering Yelmo, if you guys are reviewing a game that I'm not, you know, that I didn't play that week, I'll pull up the Wikipedia and kind of look and see how things are going on it. Look at the Metacritics. Just just anything I see about the game for that week, I read about it. What's it, it sitting on right now? Everything's just been either meh or not good. Mostly not good. Yeah. Um, for low. <laughs> Metacritic, uh, 58 on oh. PC, 56 PS4, 61 Xbox. God. Ouch. I didn't yeah. know it was that low. Two stars yeah. on EGM, four out of 10 on GameSpot. IGN gave it a six and PC Gamer gave it a 40 out of 100. Yeah. And because this is a game that <laughs> they decide to always make online, uh, it was one of those things where even though those who spent like a hundred bucks early got to play it a couple of days early, which, you know, if you want to do that, fine. Um, it, it was one of those things where because it all went live at the same time for everyone, therefore you did not have critic reviews out for people, uh, for about a full week after the game came out, which is never fun, right? Cause mm. like, you know, it was the same way with Anthem. You're like, well, they made, they made Mass Effect. This can't be that bad. I mean, this is almost redeeming Anthem. It in is. A way. It is because the core thing you can say, Anthem to me has, while it has issues, major it issues, well. it had something that was unique to it and had personality. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest <clears throat> problem I've had with this game is it has no personality. Yeah, to it's me. very bland. Yeah. Everything that's, in it. Hey, that's no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you tell me, Wildlands was kind of a, a reboot of Ghost Recon, wasn't it? A reimagining, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call any of them really Ghost Recon in its traditional sense. Yeah. Like, to me, Metal Gear Solid Five is a lot closer to what what I would imagine an open-world Ghost Recon game would be outside of, like, Tate Kojima craziness out of it, right? But, like, that tacticalness. You know this, Sean. Like, going yeah. around. Like, the idea, the original idea of Ghost Recon is you are, like, an elite, small unit team that goes around in infiltrates and takes out enemies uh with limited surgically yeah surgically. Like surgically. that's a great way to put it to a point like Good where early Thanks, on man. in those in those early ghost recon games i remember one of my favorite moments was i came to a valley and i made the mistake of stepping out into the open from the trees and within two seconds i got shot in the head and <laughs> as you should have yeah yeah because yeah, you're like this is what this game is about right it's, you know really doing recon, you know, like in, in acting. See, John, like recon real, is short for. Yeah. Reconnaissance. Yeah, being, being a real special teams <laughs> unit, you know, scouting, understanding how to flank your units around, all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. I know how to flank my unit. 
Uh, just fine. You do. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. But yeah, this, this on the other hand is kind of, I mean, you can do that gameplay if you want. Um, but especially in this one, it is not necessary at all. And it's not necessary, but almost, almost fundamentally. Oh, uh, the areas, <laughs> the areas are, are almost too large to effectively do stealth. Like a hot dog sure. in a hallway. It's just, yeah. Right? The bicycle in an airplane hangar. Yeah, because people will find bodies. <laughs> Jeez. So if you're going to do this sniping thing, <clears throat> you, you're right. Like nine times out of ten, you're going to be so far away from when you snipe that the body's just going to be sitting wherever you put it. If the body's at the floor. Yeah. So this game is about Bill Gates buying a buying an island. Elon Musk. Elon Musk buying an yeah. island and um, bringing his company to that island so that they can have free range over what they develop and what they create. And it's sort of a ethical question of how far can should we allow technology to go unchecked? And so this... So the the Bill Gates or the uh, Elon Musk is the bad guy in the game. Nah, no, to not not determined yet. I guess I don't know for sure. Okay, yet. I would get the vibe. Perhaps so far I haven't gotten that vibe. I've well, gotten the well, sense well, of what is your is, what is your team doing then? There's a security detail that this guy employed. Okay, and I Sentinel? believe yeah the Sentinel. Yeah, and John Bernthal's character he's a former ghost. Um, and he was featured in DLC content for uh, Wildlands. Yeah, kind of to establish, yeah. sort of to establish background with the character and his friendship with uh, Nomad, who in Wildlands has a beard, but in this game, Nomad's a woman. Nomad can be whatever you want to be. Yes. So he goes rogue, <laughs> takes over the island, and and is using this technology to. So Bernthal might be the bad guy. Bernthal is the bad guy. He is very Punisher. Much. Yeah. And Bernthal is really good in this game yeah. because he gets to be Bernthal. Yeah. I mean, so, like, he's solid. He's, he's a, Yeah, very solid. He's probably the one truly redeeming part to it. Because, like, even the story, the story is pretty basic and by the numbers. Like, I would say, from, what, not I, to move. from what I've seen, right? Like, like it, you can kind of figure out, like, when they show you his backstory and things like that, you're like, okay... I bet this is about to happen and I bet he's going to do this. And sure enough, he does. And, you know, but that's fine. It makes sense. It's logical. There it and is. All that. But One. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, but at the same time, like he's, uh, you're right. Like he, uh, you could tell all the money for voice acting went to him and, yeah. and he is, and his dog, but you would think they would oh, have yeah. money would not be an issue on the development. Mm. They got a gajillion more people on the dev team to make this game. I, I Ubisoft's just, not a powerhouse like EA and Activision. I understand, but they got like twenty billion studios. Yeah, dude. There's like Ubisoft. There's probably me there's Ubisoft Phoenix City. It's like right over there. There's twenty Ubisoft guys. Phoenix. City. I'm not trying to be funny <laughs> yeah. when I say this, but, but on these kind of games, you have a bad guy and you have the team that has to go take out the bad guy. Correct. And then you give us a, a new setting. Maybe a couple of new vehicles or new weapons or new technology, whatever. And then it's still, it should be a great game, right? Yeah, you think that. <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, from what I've seen, whether it's a story mission or you're just actually going around the world and finding, like, a base that you want to take down, it's pretty much the same loop. And there's oh, no. not too much of a drastic change. Like, I, I think, like, for instance, when you think of something like The Division, which 
would have faced some of the same changes or challenges, right? Like right. it can't be like destiny or borderlands in the sense of craziness and, and like saying this is completely fiction and therefore right. reality does not apply here. Right. You can do your own things. You know, they have to be at least a little bit grounded because they're trying to be military shooters. Um, and to its credit, like division figures that out in multiple ways, right? By saying like, the city is controlled by different factions and those factions have very unique personalities and having very unique weapon types or uh, enemy types that, you know, show up and they each have something to offer that's, that's different. And, and you know, the, the big fights that you get into and are led towards in those missions, they're memorable. Like, you mm-hmm. know, at, that one at the space center and things like that in division two, that's a very memorable, memorable scene in there. There's nothing like this here. It's just, Go around, mark the enemies, and you know, shoot them. Um, so then, it, <laughs> so then it like becomes more of it's a third person Far Cry game, and they tried yes. to blend division into it. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so, by div- the the loot aspect of it, yeah, which so, uh, don't get Chris started on the loot. Yeah, so then it comes down to how is the loot and how's the story? Well, the story's pretty basic. It doesn't have that Far Cry villain, right? You know, like well, it might have that, but like it doesn't have that. Far Cry supporting characters and, you know, personality that each Far Cry game has, right? <clears throat> it's just, yeah. Bland. Man, I can't believe Walker betrayed us. Yeah, it's really bad. Well, the funny thing is... Well, let's go find some ghosts. Okay. You know, the funny thing is you get the opening scene, you're, you're before the opening scene starts, and it's actually kind of cool the way they do this. You're, yeah, yeah. You, you design your character, although the designing of the character, you don't get a lot of customizations. I was... I, I started the game completely... Completely unsatisfied with my character creation, but I didn't feel like going back and changing it. So as soon as you hit start, character created, your face is exactly where it was when you started. It's sitting in a helicopter and immediately your helicopters get shot down. And you're led to believe that you're kind of the one that survived the helicopter crash. Maybe a couple of other people. But then you go into the, the central hub and there's hundreds of you guys all walking around. All called Nomad, which I understand it's every all the players in there with their characters, but it's like you're the only person who survived, but you're everywhere. <laughs> it's a, the it, it's it loses the immersion in that aspect. The <clears throat> other thing I don't understand with that decision is what was so cool about Wildlands, whether you were <clears throat> playing with people or just fellow AI <clears throat> soldiers you could do the similar thing with the sync shot very easily. And it's in this game, but it's not with when you're playing solo, it's not with people. Hmm. It's like you have this ability with limited use. Uh, yeah, to to put out a drone that can shoot up to three people at once when you sync with it. I like games that have drone bettises though. I do like, uh, (laughs) bus. I do like the, I do like the access to this drone and its ability to, kind of go through the area and mark all the people on it. Yeah. I do like that. That was in the thought, last one too, right? Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of um, the Assassin Eagle. You, you know, fly above and you, you know what it reminds me of? This what? little game we call Splinter Cell. Oh, nice. Why Why can't you make that into a new game? Yeah. Well, be careful what you wish for <laughs> if they made this. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> I mean, it would make more sense for him to be <clears throat> doing this story too, just because he always acts alone. But uh, yeah, it, it like I said, it becomes this thing of as you said, you're 
confusion saying in because you're being told you're alone, but it's very clear that they're showing you, no, you're not alone. Group up and play with our players. So it doesn't tonally make sense versus like something like the division where it makes sense, right? Like this is division headquarters. This is where all the division agents are meeting. So it's, it's a common hub for other soldiers yeah. like yourself. Um, There's just a lot of logic stuff that doesn't pan out. Like, for example, you are one of your first missions is to find um, transportation off of the island to get to your aircraft carrier to get reinforcements to come back and help. You're you, the so who cares about spoiling? Yeah, it, so you end up not being able to do it. Yeah, because of how the story technology. Out. But at the same time, you have access to all these huge helicopters. That can fly off of the island anytime they want to. You can't, but you can fly off the island anytime you want to to go to that said. Uh, I have a gunship. Air- aircraft carrier. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's I a have gunship. like a navy, you know, true gunship that would be used for intermediate. You can go at least five hundred nautical miles if you wanted. To. Exactly, and it's like John's in this, and we're we're flying around. He's like, "Why don't we? Why don't we just take this off the island? Because they're not shooting it down. They're not doing anything to it." You know, so that's going to be your 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 spiel that they're not allowing anyone to I go. I'll kill you. Sorry, yeah. that's it. I'll kill you. Last one. <laughs> it just it, yeah, it doesn't add up. Uh, I do like the immediate. I do like the immediate access. I mean, the access to a helicopter is immediate, and, it, and it's and needed, it's, and it's very much needed. Yeah, it is a big, beautiful open world. Um, I mean. It's actually there are moments like when Snow Peak Snow Peak Mountains where it's actually quite striking. Yeah. Um, or when, if you climb and it, up and to it's high helpful. Elevation. It's helpful to have, have a beautiful open world when you're um, traveling 30 minutes in a helicopter to get to your next destination. Yeah, me and John did a mission, and I was like, "Oh, well, let's go over to this other part, which is the other part of this this mission together." And I'm like, "Oh, it's 15 kilometers. Well, that won't take too long." <laughs> Six minutes later, I'm still flying this helicopter. John's just John's at this point just shooting things with I'm the gun. I'm just shooting because he's got nothing you can do. <laughs> so, so there's no fast travel, John. There's fast travel. Okay. In fact, it was funny. Chris was like, "You see all those little smoky things coming up from the ground?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, that's your fast travel locations. You just have to unlock them as you go." I haven't been really so, deterred to go yeah, yeah, off yeah. the main path once <clears throat> yeah. and explore this world i stuck with the main mission for quite a while and when yeah. I, and sticking with the main mission in solo it's fun i'm mm. not you know i thought it was relatively fun the problem is in the beginning you're convinced that you're told that you're this ghost recon warrior you're this ba soldier but you cannot manage the terrain to save your life you you go down a hill that's a little too steep and you start tumbling down the hill. Yeah, you have uh, it's you have so stamina. awkward and so weird that I'm I'm not convinced that anybody who went through military basic training can't handle a hill. Um, Was it so that just so the characters' interactions with the with the world and and the rough terrain? You can't seem to really hack it. You have to get in a helicopter or a boat or a or a vehicle to get you to from point A to point B. Otherwise, it's a huge slog. Yeah, I will say the driving in this game on the vehicles is a lot better than Wildlands. Like that's probably the weakest part of Wildlands to me is that the driving and maneuvering around, especially with like helicopters and such, is terrible. Mm. While they're <clears> a little slow, still they're a lot better than what they were. Um, so that's good. I'm glad they fixed that. I'll give them that. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Um, but you know, <laughs> it's just, 
you know, so that would be one issue. So you're thinking, well, maybe there's other parts where you go like, okay, those are the loop issue is a problem, you know, of how this game is set up. <clears> but <throat> then you go to the secondary or more like deep down system elements of this game. And that's when it really, to me, brings forth that a is, you know, at the very least, this is half baked and should have had more time before it was released. And B that the people put elements in this game. It feels like that no one really did the work to think of like, how do we do this? Right. It's more of, well, this is what this type of game has. We've decided to make this a uh, games for service, you know, looter shooter thing. Um, so let's just do what everyone else does. And they didn't think about how those systems work and what you need to make them enticing for people. Do you think they didn't think about them or do you think they thought we already are doing these things in like I the think, division games or I think they other thought, games they pull from? I think they thought acquiring new weapons mm-hmm. is the hook. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it is the hook, but acquiring those weapons to make you feel more powerful is the is the full the payoff hook. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, you'll get, um, <clears throat> let's say your level is, I don't, you get you get a higher level weapon every, every time you level up. Mm-hmm. But do, but that weapon doesn't necessarily mean it's stronger. If you want to keep a weapon that's still a level seven in your in your weapon, and you find a weapon a weapon that's level twenty, that level seven weapon is just as powerful if it's the same weapon. The yeah. only the only difference is there's certain perks you unlock, and you're getting certain guns because you like certain perks. That's the only hook to the weapon. And honestly, acquisition. They're not like humongous upgrades yeah. and when we're talking about the perks we're talking like hey have automatic targeting and it extends it like i think like eight meters or something like that like you'll see things like that and you're just like okay i mean if yeah. i'm if i'm out here sniping that's not really going to help me or like have plus three mobility and again yeah. it's just it's not that much when you actually look at it. but yeah as john said like the way the last one worked was kind of like how a lot of far cries work where it's like you would go out into the world and you'd have a starting gun, right? And over time, as you kept progressing, you would find new guns that would have more powerful abilities, right? right? right. You'd find more attachments to put on those guns. And you have um, that aspect. Very decision-ish. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, like, but more Far Cry. But see, then they tried to make it like Destiny and Division, whereas he's saying, like, they're putting these rankings on there. And, like, once you start to realize, hey, this level 21... uh AR-15 is exactly the exact, does the exact same amount of damage as this level 40 AR-15. You're like, well, what do I need the level 40 for? What's the point? What what am I gaining here that I didn't already have before? Well, when you get to max level in Division 2, you start, what starts to count after you reach full full level is your gear score in Division 2. Yes. Now, gear score is what they adopted into this weapon system. Mm. in Ghost Recon where getting a higher gear score allows you to access more advanced difficult areas of the game that's kind of what they're doing that's kind of where I think they their intent is to make sure it's wanting you to develop your gear score mm. and negating the power and effectiveness and the nuances of the weapons it's just it just wants you from from hats to pants to vests to weapons to get that gear score up to a certain level to go to a certain part of the map. 
it just doesn't. It, I mean, the way I mean, the it's way a very you, shallow way of doing it. But it, it makes sense. But it's shallow, is what you're saying. Well, see, Division Two. Make, I'm. I'm. The best thing is getting. Yeah. New weapons. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. I, I think it would make more sense if you actually knew what the benefit was. Like, for instance, actual armor stuff like hats, you know, um, uh, vests and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, those have higher gear score numbers, but there's no indication or breakdown of like any stats that it's doing for you. So you have no idea. And from my understanding, people have dug through and it again, it seems like no matter what you're wearing, it's, it's actually giving you the same amount of protection. I don't know if it's just like the computer based on your gear score says you're this much better or something. I don't know, but it's not clear. Ugh. So again, you just don't know. You know, versus like the best thing I can compare to is what I've played here recently, which is Borderlands, like where every time I get a gun, I can have a legendary gun that's level 20 and I'll rock with that if it's got the stats right. I really like. But eventually I get to a point in that, whereas if I'm in the level 35 area where level 20 gun, it can work, but it's going to take a lot more bullets to make it work versus when I find this new legendary that's level 35, right. that thing's going to mow people down. You know, right. I see the difference. It's telling me how much more it's doing it. And here now that I'm in the end game loop of that, like I'm hunting for certain things. I'm grinding and I'm keeping I keep doing this loop because I'm trying to find certain high uh, you know, value weapons exactly that fit my character. I don't see that here. Right. It's just more of like, look, as soon as I found like an SMG that had a had a suppressor on it, I was like, OK, I don't need anything else. And I I've. The only other thing I maybe consider changing out is when I get a new sniper rifle. It's the only reason I need because the way I'm playing this character, I'm just going around with the suppressor and I'm doing headshots and people fall down pretty much instantaneously. You know, what about you, John? You farting son of a biscuit. <laughs> you didn't do that. Who farted? I didn't. You, you didn't fart. I didn't do it. You farted. No. You did. I would tell you if I did. Own it. Do you honestly think I wouldn't tell you? That's a good point. I know. It sounded like it was coming from John's. I was farting on Twitch last night. A news area. (laughs) I think the audience actually smelled it. Uh, Anyway. But But you get that, and then you go into like the menu system. and It's It's very busy. Yeah, it's awful. Too many screens. Too many screens. Almost like Rage 2 was. Yeah. A lot of different screens that... I love Rage 2. I know you do. That that was an aspect that was a little bit too much. If I want to go to my missions, I want to be able to go to one screen and be like, here are your main missions, and here are your side missions, and click, and that's it. These things have like four levels deep of clicks in them on some of these missions that you're looking at. And you're like, why? Why Why would you do this? Why wouldn't you just make, like, they're like, oh, open up your, your missions and go to this thing and read this thing. I'm like... Why wouldn't you just have me automatically open it up? I think this game is... I think this game takes the best ideas that Ubisoft has ever come up with, from Assassin's Creed to Division, take Far Cry, the far, the far Cry, whatever, um, Watch Dogs, take, take your franchise, and they just sort of threw it into this game. And, and a lot of it works well together, but there are too many, there are too many outliers... Ah. that just make this game tedious. There's a great game in this game. There as, could be. as they cliche say, 
And, you know, here, here it comes. I really wanted to like this game. <laughs> and I hate it when people say that. Mm. But I really wanted to like I mean, this was my... this. I was looking forward to this was, game for you, a long time. The trailer yeah. was great. When it dropped yeah, the E3, was so, I was like, ooh, this looks cool. I think cool. people even said this might rival... I can't remember how they said it, but something to do with Call of Duty and this and that and the other. And this might be the new shooter because of how great Wildlands was or... well. Plus, plus the thing has been for Ubisoft that we've seen is that whenever they have a good, an idea that they put out, usually the first one is good, but it has some sort of lacking issues. And what Ubisoft generally does very well is they take the criticisms that are there. They come back, they refine, and they also, just because they're good game designers, look at and go, this would work really well too if we do that. And they put all those elements in and all of a sudden, the game is something that you would consider a game of the year where, you know, worthy type thing. That's what they've done over and over and over again. Whether you're talking about the original Assassin's Creed to when they came back and, you know, updated Assassin's Creed finally here two years ago, um, to, you know, Watch Dogs, Splinter Cell, you know, it, the list goes on and on and on. And here, I think everyone was expecting that with Ghost Recon. Because they're like, Wildlands is a good base to build from. And then they decided that, I mean, the only thing I can take away is that they decided they wanted another games of service type setup because they know how much potential money is there if they can get it right and get all those Wildland players over playing for years at a time. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I found the fart. Yeah, that's a toy that she got to the middle yeah. of. Gotcha. I'm not, I, and this again, I'm not trying to be funny, but you wonder if they needed to get this game out on the regular consoles. Do you guys think that Ubisoft is like a, um, how do I say this? You know, cause it's going to come out on Stadia later. Do you think they're like all in on Stadia? And I don't know, because this is supposed to be a title on Stadia as well. Is it? That's just going to be the PC I port. Well, I'm, I don't know if I'm articulating what I'm trying to say the, the best, but. With that coming out, did they need this out there to make all the fixes to make it right for when it comes out on Stadia? I don't know. But from what you guys are saying, it can't even be fixed. Like, that's that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, they'd they have to do a major right. update. Right. You know, and it, it's definitely, will they have that done by, uh, what the November. date will find but, at, the date will find out <clears throat> in the news. Well, that's, um, but what I'm saying is that's even that's even under the assumption that they are like all in on Stadia and care that much. I'm just trying to find I a don't reason. Think so. No, I think they're. I don't just, either. I think they're just they look at Stadia just like they look at Xbox or anything else. It's I another agree. means to make money. Right. So you know, definitely they want. It's to just so weird. Because um, when I think Ubisoft, I generally think you know quality, nothing too crazy or bad on a game speaking of quality there are some glorious bugs in this game we're gonna post right one on our twitter feed yeah john i was going to pick up john in my helicopter and he just started laughing i was like why are you laughing <laughs> and he's like he sends me a picture and it shows my helicopter landing but i am about 10 feet in front of my helicopter just sitting on air you're a Wonder Woman. Yeah, so I was you, in my visible jet. You're, yeah, your person, your person down. looks like they're in a seat, but like you said, ahead of the. Yeah. When you see the picture, you may think that it's John's character sitting on a rock with the helicopter of Chris piloting, just landing. No, no. the character you see is Chris' character, Chris's character piloting that helicopter. Yeah, and look, I had a, I mean, I, I had fun playing online last night with with this. <laughs> well, good I think thing. that's the funnest way because uh, that's um, the only way you can play. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got disconnected the very first time. But day. I <laughs> just, I just, I'd like to go back and watch that stream because I feel like I was laughing about 80% of the time. <laughs> because I was just one, I, I didn't care at that point. I was just like, I'm just going to do stupid stuff because. Dude was popping wheelies. Yeah. <laughs> in Jeeps. I, yeah. I was, I was going around just murdering Some- everyone I could. <laughs> We saw somebody way off in the distance in a in a vehicle racing towards us. Chris gets in a vehicle and starts racing towards them. <laughs> Challenge accepted. accepted. Bring it on. We uh, I, before the show, I asked John was Bloodstain on the Switch a, a, a not as good as a game or, or worse game than this game, and he he said no no no. This game is better than Bloodstain on the Switch, but yeah. Bloodstain on the Xbox is fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, we also reviewed a game trash. a while back called Fallout 76 that had a not great launch. Um, <laughs> reports are that it's gotten better over time or whatever. Do you, Chris, when you play Fallout 76, is this more of a, uh, a cluster F than that was or? Fallout 76. You had, enemy, very, you had enemies to fight in this game. That's true. <laughs> at the very least, I could say Fallout 76. Had its systems figured out. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as glitches in the game, that's kind of expected with the Bethesda game. Yeah. Um, it's part of their charm. And, you know, is that fair to everyone? No, but it's just, it is what it is. It right? is what it is. Yeah. You know, you're like, look, they push the limits of what they can do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I was just thinking of, of games that we've covered in, in more recent episodes yeah. where we don't, we weren't high on the game for whatever reason. And those two kind of stuck out for me. So, I mean, to me, the closest this comes for something I've played this year in, in the long run, even though I didn't want to believe it at first, it would be Anthem. But again, the difference to me is that <clears throat> Anthem's things were more about the limitations, I think, of the system um, and what it could handle. And if those things had been worked out and and done correctly, like if they had been able to use maybe a different game engine than the one they were forced to use. Um, I think the, the core elements were there to be something great because everyone loved flying around that world. Everyone loved, you know, was excited. Like I remember the three of us, Kevin and, and Jeff and I, when we got to end game, we were excited to play that end game. And then it just fell apart so quickly, you know, because of bugs and technical issues. So. We we played that game this year. Yeah, it was March. Wow. Yeah, game of the year. That's crazy. <laughs> ten half ten. It's been a long year. Yeah. I mean, it's already middle of October, John. But it's gonna be a long December. I see what you did there. Yeah, it's nice. Reason to believe. <clears throat> um, that said, I don't want to waste any more time on this. Do you want to waste any more time on this? I'm good. I think. Yeah. Um. So it did l- at least look pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. Very good looking looking game. There was a point where I said, "What John said, I wonder how high you can go in elevation, which is apparently twenty five thousand nine hundred (laughs) seventy." Oh, speaking of that, when you die Uh and you respawn, sometimes you respawn like four kilometers away from. He came into my game, and he respawned. Yeah, he spawned four miles away from me. I'm like, "Can you get me up?" He's like, "About ten minutes, I can." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it was weird. Uh, they got to figure that part out. And then he, fa- he was like, "Home, oh, wait, I'm going to fast travel to you. And then, like, whenever he finally got to me, I died. So then I spawned four miles away from him. It was yeah. just, it was a wreck. Look, in, in the final analysis for me, if they, if the, if the plan for this game is three years of content, three years of games of service, I think they can make this game a solid game. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, it's not well, at the moment. They, yeah. They've got some DLC lined up. Um, they're going to have a Terminator theme crossover at some point. Along with everyone this fall. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, they got a plan for it. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Uh, it's second best selling game in the UK <laughs> behind FIFA. Yeah. Which is understandable. It's FIFA. So, you know, because soccer is the biggest sport so, in the world, John. Yeah. Why don't you have that game? FIFA? Yeah. Because I'm going to play Destiny 2 again. But you love FIFA. I do love FIFA. I also, I love, I love, yeah. I love the world. Do you football. like going, go? It's fantastic. I was watching a Diego Maradona documentary today on HBO. I don't know what that means. I'm a Diego Maradona. Speak, uh, speak, speak <clears throat> words. That means something. It's fine, Chris. You can send all your hate mail to Chris at weeklygameschat.net. Uh, in summary, this <laughs> Some game. new Chris gets an email. <laughs> in, in summary, this game is. That's, that's, uh, I. Is a fart cloud. Yeah, I don't. I hate lowballing a game. We're honest on this show, man. Yeah, speak from your heart, bro. I'm just gonna say five. I mean, like, okay. I, I don't want to go lower because it does, for the most part, work. But definitely, it has some serious technical issues that do pop in. Like, mainly, uh, the the worst I got was you know, sound means a lot in this game to know where people are and where your threats are. And I had like a whole entire level. Where, for whatever reason, the sound just dropped out for your headphones. It wasn't the game. It's fine. Right. (laughs) And it was just so weird. Like, I could hear my shots, but I couldn't hear them. And I would just see the little red flashes. Um, But, yeah, that coupled with that, we didn't really talk about this. The AI in this game is dumb. Well, they added it late. Yeah. They didn't even. It was supposed to not have this this enemy with you. This enemy of bases, I basically, uh, like 20 enemies, right? I just stood it in a doorway and let them run at me. Wait, no, that's not the AI I was talking about. Oh, yeah. And I just, I picked them off one by one. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the redeeming thing is. Chris, you're playing on easy mode, dude. There is no easy mode. (laughs) I looked. (laughs) I couldn't find it. (laughs) Where's it at? I found it for Sekiro. Oh, did you? Fantastic. You would love it. Oh God. Best game ever. John? I am I'm not that low. I think it's a what? I think it's a six two five. Um I think it's okay. Um there's I mean I, I think there's a there's a solid game in there. There's a lot of fun to be had if you spend the if you spend time with it. I think um but overall I think uh I think it's okay to wait and just hope that a lot of new content and updates um get put into the game i think it's going to be a pretty good game at some point if they don't bail on it that was one of the big things with the original was that when it came out it had issues and it was one of those ones over time yeah as that team patched through the issues and and got it people were just like man this is fun they kept putting on sale so you know what was so alluring to that was playing with three other people yeah yeah. Um, and I, I would be, I'd be willing to bet this, this game, if you are going to try it, make sure you have friends that are coming along or else that you're just open to get into a party with someone. Cause I think my guess is that's going to be the way you get the Dude, most entertainment out of a possible 20. We just gave this game an 11.25. <laughs> Send records. Yeah. Just saying. Um, a good day. That might be my lowest Richard on this. Show. Yeah. That's Ever? definitely mine or this, this year. Maybe ever. I don't know. I've never kept up with it. Usually when I play a game, I'm excited about it and find all the things I like about it. Ten, nine. Um, but yeah, you, you guys did well. Thank you for taking one for the team. Yep. You're off this next week. I got Destiny 2 on lock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's cool. We'll be back. Are you in Call of Duty, by the way? I don't know. That's up in the oh, air. We gotta figure that out then. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, you I guys want to. Want, you guys want to do some news? Of course. Yes, please. All right. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. That's nice. That's good. Google That's Stadia good. really. Oh, go ahead, John. Google Stadia has announced a release date. They are not a British company. Google <laughs> has announced that the Google Stadia Founders Edition will be available beginning on November 19th. They live in Palo Alto. Those who pre-order <laughs> this edition, and for anyone who didn't hear that, it was November 19th of 2019. Those who pre-order this edition will be able to play such titles as Red Dead 2 and Mortal Kombat 11 on your TV, laptop, desktop, and certain phones and tablets starting at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., Eastern time. Sean, no one you've been going back and forth. You're going to pull the trigger? I, it's close, man. I really want to be a part of it in the event that it does uh, does well. Can or, I borrow it? <laughs> but isn't your internet like yeah, that's, that, if that's my, shaky? If, if, my, if my ISP legit didn't have the issues I have with it, with it dropping or what have you, in a heartbeat, this would have already 100% been done. I may do it anyway. Sounds like John needs to buy it. Well, the only concern I would have is how much um, bandwidth on. I would oh. suck up, and the, if if my if uh-uh. my internet service has bandwidth limitations, the, the, one of the, uh, don't one of the, use this much internet a month. One of the biggest misconceptions about it is that you're going to all of a sudden start using way more bandwidth than you already did. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself playing more video games and streaming Stadia, all it's doing is dipping into the the Netflix and the Hulu's that you were previously watching. Yeah, but it's all still going to add up to be the same. Yeah, but the the difference depends on how much it's got to chug, right? I would imagine though, like the difference is like, was it you're doing thirty MIPS? I think they said to get four K on this, whereas like four K for a movie is like eight or nine MIPS. Yeah, I mean you're right. Yeah, yeah. so there's there's a difference, just, and and one of them is two hours, and the other is you know, yeah, could be a hundred <clears throat> hours, right? It's it's Red Dead. If you're not a gamer, it's very if you're a gamer, you were already using a lot of bandwidth on the other thing you were using. Whatever device it was. If you're now gonna use Sadie as your main gaming, you're gonna it may go up a little bit, but it's not gonna be all the things you hear out there on the interwebs, it's not gonna be that bad. See, I could do that, or I could just build like a twenty four hundred dollar PC. Or you could not spend a hundred dollars and you have the greatest computer ever. But you just gotta own <clears throat> but it's kinda nine nine. <laughs> Well, that has Google. No one cares about <laughs> the that. power of Google. They take all your information. They already took it. Yeah, I know. I don't want to give more to them. You know what I want to give? <clears throat> a, a second chapter of my life. No, that's lives. terrible. Uh, Why do we even try? I, I because that's part of the shtick, John. Let's be honest. Fifth wall here. Um, Fortnite Chapter Two is now live, and I can say that because I have played it. Fortnite Chapter Two is live and available to play right now. Uh, the new chapter begins with a new cinematic getting used to a new map. The update is very large. Not really. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe downloaded overnight. I don't know. And it's available on all platforms. The update is replacing the Fortnite Island we all knew with a brand new map and begins with a new battle pass for season one. So <gasps> they, they dubbed this chapter two season one. The map features all new locations, completing certain actions such as kills or surviving long enough will add medals to a punch card. Um, new feet and that helps you level up. New features include boats, fishing, and a new progression system. The conclusion of Season 10 left many players and parents confused 
having the season end with a black hole deleting the original map. How long was the map deleted? Two, Two days. days. Yeah. Are they going to give refunds? No. No, because you still, you still have all your stuff. It, it was part of the Plus transition. It's free, to play. <laughs> it's free to play. You didn't lose what you already paid for. Yeah. Um, if, if you, like, for example, if you had bought a battle pass, that season ended on the day they ended that. So it's not like you lost out the things you could have earned. Well, my question is this. Is it still a beta? I can't remember. No, yeah. It's been official release for a while. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. It's a it's when you, been when you, a beta all when the way you log up in until... it, Yeah, it, it would still say beta. Yeah. Uh, I played today, and I can't remember seeing it or not. But it was more so because of uh, I, I was on the PlayStation Store, and I saw that it said hot now or now. It's it's the new Fortnite thing, and I knew that Fortnite had been on the black hole thing. Mm. So I, I went over to the title on my screen, and it's still in all black. It says Fortnite in black and everything. It's hard to see. But the X button, or the, sorry, the cross... <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, was was lit up for start, so I hit start, yeah. and it loaded in, and it was given a bunch of data. Uh, it was very Fortnite-ish on the stuff that was coming across the screen. Eventually, you zoom. I'm sorry, John. Forgot that this is your <laughs> weekly yawn. Um, and then it zoomed into the black hole, and then it did a really cool, like we said, a cinematic to where there were players. Um, the cinematic ended when we heard the sound of the party bus. Burp, burp. And then you you heard it went into the party bus. You saw everybody jamming, and the last character was you. And then you jump off the party bus from the cinematic directly into the game, which was a very cool way for them to do that. Very I always nice. wondered this about for- Fortnite. Everybody's so whimsical and friendly to each other. <laughs> and then it's Deathmatch 2000. They? When they shoot each other, are they really dying, or do they kind of just... It's like It's almost like the game is creating what you imagine is this computer simulation... Well, yeah, the so way you die, when you get shot, you just sort of, yeah, de digital, de, yes. you know, and you kind of go off right. into the. It's meant I, to be cartoonish. Yeah, you don't really die. You just get your, you just get another chance. Correct. Right after you get back on the party bus. So yeah, Woo, party oh, yeah. bus. I will say party that it, bus of death. It uh, it was fun. Well, um, I well, finished. I finished twenty six. I know Aiden is mm-hmm. um has been sort of Waiting. done with this for a month, and I'm wondering. This will bring them back. I, this will bring them back. I feel like that's one of the reasons why they did this now is that you need, you know, the problem with having, on one hand, they've produced a lot of great content, right? Yeah. I think in sure. ways people probably didn't imagine they would have. Batman um, did. But uh, at the same time, you need something to keep people coming back. So the idea of like, here's a new map with new, you know, areas and everything and personality to it that than what you're used to instead of it just being, well, we kind of like reskin this area a little bit or whatever. It's like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I have, so. I have narcolepsy. It, the, okay. the new, the new map, it does look, it looks fan, fantastic. Does it? Yeah. It looks very cool. So all of you folks, so you would say it's a visual upgrade as well as possible. Oh. I thought that was a segue. I'm not even going to be funny. I was looking back <laughs> and forth. That was a great question. Speaking uh, of well, upgrades, it's, it's, to one loot could boxes. say it's a, uh, your duty to, to be, I, it's, it's my duty to be aware of those things. Do you think and, and everyone for callbacks and whatnot? Do you, you think know? everyone in Fortnite heard a call? <laughs> no loot boxes for Call of this Duty. This is good. This Thank is good. God. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I've got this niece. At the time she was five years old, I asked her. You know, I was talking about board games and kitty card games. I said, "Hey, Lauren, what is your favorite game?" She goes, "Call of Duty." 
Because she would just watch her dad play Call of Duty. She never touched it once. She yeah. just like watch. Think of the children. Think of the children. It I makes... was kind of surprised that a kid would be yeah. subjected yeah. to all that death. Die! Die! That's not Call how it goes, guys. Yeah. The when, art... you, when you're good. Yeah, you're right. The art director for Infinity Ward has communicated in very clear terms that the development team has no current plans <clears throat> to include a loot box or, quote, supply drop system. Joel Emsley took to Reddit to clarify these concerns after a YouTuber leaked the opposite was true. Emsley wrote, quote, sigh, there continues to be misinformed and incorrect info being pushed about modern warfare. <clears throat> what can I, what I can say right now is that we are definitely not working on any kind of supply drop or loot box system. Also, functional stuff is unlocked through gameplay. Stay tuned. We're planning to release info this week. So that's this week. <clears throat> yeah. That's like, <laughs> yeah. So instead, you'll just buy your cosmetics directly. That's you want fine. this cosmetic, you buy it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'm cool with it. Apparently, I'm playing like, Call of Duty. Like Ghost Recon. <laughs> and it probably comes in a box. So. <laughs> that's cool. <clears throat> I, I, you got to be careful about stuff you hear um, from people who just say things. Misinformation. You like me. I say a lot of stuff. You don't want to make anything a huge deal unless it actually is. I saw, I saw, I saw what you did there. I wasn't ready to go there, but you, that was so good. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, huge things, uh, division two has a huge update and it is here. Fans of division two, like John and yeah. myself, uh, and if Crystal has it on his PlayStation, I um, have every game. We all so. got a huge update. The next wave of DLC has launched for players who purchased a one year pass. Don't got that. I did not. Don't got that either. Um, this includes two new story and classified assignment missions, a new character spec, a player versus player mode, that's PvP for short, a multiplayer map, along with other cosmetics and in, and also in game fixes. The story mission Pentagon, the last castle centers on agents, um, agents, agents mission to take back the Pentagon from Oh, spoilers. Black Tusk terrorists. So there's that. John's back in. Oh, yeah. It'd be cool <laughs> after, after, after playing Ghost Recon, I'm like, man, Division's so good. <laughs> I just want to play Division. Just play more of that. Yeah. yeah. I might just pick up, when I get home, I just might just pick up the one-year pass, because I never did. Mm, there you go. Why would you do that? Because I'm not. Because then in two Fridays from now, you're be like, I can't go to lunch. <laughs> that's true <laughs> everyone's gonna be broke that last uh, couple days of the, week, of the month that, right. that'll be quite the dilemma yeah no speaking of, speaking of dilemma, dilemma uh no creative dilemma at 343 <clears throat> back in august tim longo tim longo uh creative director <laughs> These are not for british people create you don't know that how can you not say longo like longo longo Creative director for Halo Infinite left 343 Industries as part of a leadership shuffle. Mary Olson, lead campaign producer, also left and further incited rumors, a lot of rumors this week, incited rumors over creative problems at the studio in regards to the upcoming Halo. Halo community manager John, uh, manager John Junzik, I just don't know. Junzik. Junzik. Very good. Owned. Since when does Chris know these things? Today. Has stepped into, uh, <laughs> has stepped into to share that, sorry, to clear, uh, share clarification. Quote, I want to jump in and clarify <laughs> what Tim and Mary's roles 
were at the studio because there seems to be quite a bit of confusion here. Tim's role as creative director was to help make creative decisions around the design and direction of the game, whether it was the campaign, multiplayer, etc. Mary's role as an executive producer and then lead producer on campaign was to help drive the game to its completion. I like a good completion for our holiday 2020 release date. I like the drive to the completion. That's the fun part. With the latter specifically focusing on campaign deliverables. Unfortunately, the threads title saying he was replaced with Mary Olson and she also left is far from accurate. It implies that Mary took over creative control of the entire game, didn't like what she saw and then decided to leave. If that's what actually happened, I could totally understand getting worried, but that isn't the case. And she was a lead producer and not a new creative director. There is no creative dilemma inside the studio. Slow news day, news day. Uh, But no, I got to say that I believe it. Believe what? What he just said. I don't think that was PR. You know, sometimes things fall into PR. Like, yeah, that's not a carefully derived statement. That guy's like, no, this is what the deal is. Y'all need to calm the down. I they think they it, had two separate jobs. <laughs> they weren't connected in any way. If it had been, they would have been quiet on it, right? Like, kind of like when um, the battle for uh, Uncharted happened at Naughty Dog between Henning and uh, Neil Drucker and. Uh, Truckman, whatever his name Oh, Sue and Neil. And, uh, (laughs) who's the other person that was there? I can't remember. There was like an other person there that was involved. But like, like there, you know, you just announce, you're like, look, yeah, we, we really appreciate it. And, you know, and then like you have Neil come out and you just go, Neil, tell us why this is great. You know, and all that. That's, that's what you, you don't focus on the past, but that's, you gotta quash that stuff when you can. Exactly. What was this? That was in a in a uh, hedgehog. Yeah, it was in a stuffed hedgehog. And now you're driving Penny insane. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah. Probably sounds great on a pair of uh, you'll AirPods. Hear, you'll probably hear Penny in about five seconds. <clears throat> I'm gonna smash your head in. Speaking of, no, 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 uh, not yeah. no, not you. Yours was great. No one. Speaking of, <laughs> Smash takes center stage at Evo. Evo Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will be the main title at Evo Japan next January. The announcement was made at Nintendo Live Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Challenge Cup Grand Finals. That's a great name. <laughs> the gaming's calendar, the gaming calendar's flagship fighting tournament will host Ultimate as its headline game at next year's Japan Japan Championship, January 24th through the 26th. That's not as far off as you guys think. John's tired again. Other games included will be Tekken 7, Soul Calibur 6, uh, Samurai Showdown, and Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue. Guilty Gear, huh? Hmm. Guilty Gear. Uh, This tournament is being held the same weekend as Genesis 7, the dedicated Smash tournament held in Oakland, Oak Town, Oak City, California. California. I'm just trying to imagine coming up to your friends, going, "Hey guys, did you did you guys watch the SSBUCC championships this weekend? They were freaking amazing. <laughs> Love it when the SSSBUCC goes on. This is Spucka, Spucka, Sabuck, Sabuck. I watched it Sabuck. Don't you wish you were as good as one of these people that plays Smash? Well, if I be nice to be rich professionally, yeah. Well, if we really in, in, invested a lot of time in anything we wanted to do, John, we could really go anywhere we wanted to. 
But it's okay. We don't need that kind of talent because instead we just sell ourselves to people like Microsoft and they pay us millions of dollars. That's certainly a way to go. Yeah. And Nintendo. Sony, we're working on. We, we, we're making money? Oh. Uh, oh, no. I wasn't supposed to tell you that. Not a bit. Oh, no. Not a dime. Sean, why don't you play Call of Duty for us next week? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Is that going to be on Games Pass? Call of Duty? <laughs> Might as well be. Every five minutes. Can I tell you how great Games Pass is? Just wanted to speak about it for a minute. How's I don't it? think most people might go regular. Ultimate, guys. Dude, Ultimate is how's the it, it? How's it not on Games Pass? Um, Call of Duty? There's like so I just, many. I love watching John think about answering that question. Yeah. There should be some Call of Duties on there, right? There's some older There's ones. Not. From previous. I don't think there is. No. There's, yeah, Call of Duty. Activision and, uh, will, will bleed every dollar it can directly from you. Call of Duty's on there and. Yeah, there's that one world. Yeah, world cauldrons on there, and life. Do you think uh, Georgia will get a blizzard this year? Uh, Why would you? That's it. Why would you make your own segue? That's terrible. I didn't know that was against the rules. That's totally. It's in rule section four point one eight C. You thou shalt not make his own segue on the news segment section. Well, speaking of bad segues. I want to go over with you the Activision Blizzard saga that you probably already been keeping up with, but we kind of broke it during breaking news. Broke it based on tweets. On on the tweets, Activision Blizzard is in the midst of a PR nightmare following the suspension of one one of its Hearthstone players during tournament play. Blitzchung, which just let's be honest, that name is awesome. That is awesome, considering what his real name is. Whose real name is Chung. Niguai, that was fantastic. Uh, forgive me. That was fantastic. Is a Grandmaster level player. During the televised Asia Pacific Grandmasters competition, Blitzchung appeared in an interview following a match wearing a gas mask and yelled out, quote, liberate Hong Kong. Blizzard responded by stripping him of his prize money of around $3,000 already earned and barred him from competing for one year. Or was it a year and a half? Might have been just a year. Well, the news team wrote it as one year, so just say it. Blizzard also cut ties with the two broadcasters who cheered during Blitzchung's statement. Blitz, I need to say Blitzchung instead of Blitzchung. I've been hanging around you too much. Blitz, Blitzchung. My birthday. Um, <laughs> the company deleted the match and interview footage from its official channels as well. According to a post by Blizzard, quote, we stand by one's rights to express individual thoughts and opinions. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, end quote, but the comments were determined to be harmful to the company. Following these events, critics on YouTube, Twitter, and the games media accused Blizzard of prioritizing its business interest with China instead of protecting free speech. Tencent is a Chinese company that owns a 5% share in Blizzard. Outrage has been all around saying that Blitzchung's comments should have been protected as free speech, especially given that Blizzard is an American company. As most know, Hong Kong has been under a condition of civil unrest due to the aggression of the Chinese government. Outraged fans have vowed to boycott Blizzard games until the company changes its stance on the Hong Kong protests. Blizzard's annual fan convention is right around the corner, and there is already plans to protest that event. On on Friday evening, Blizzard President J. Allen Brack issued a statement claiming that the situation in Hong Kong and Blizzard's relationship with China had no bearing on the decision to punish Blitzchung. Brack 
cited that Blitzchung violated Blizzard's rule around keeping its official channels focused on the game. I'll let you scroll up. The company decided to restore Blitzchung's earnings and reduced his suspension to only six months. This response, while a walkback of certain decisions, is certain to not appease many in the gaming community, but time will tell on how Blizzard weathers the coming storm or coming Blizzard. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. What they say? We're in the winters. Almost. We're getting there. Right. So, I mean, it's it's like in the 70s now for a couple of days. We'll I see. meant like elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Just like for, elsewhere, <laughs> they're under like three feet of snow. Yeah, that's crazy. Just yeah. for clarification's sake, I want to read. For uh, gets and shiggles. The policy, the specific verbiage of the policy that uh, triggered Blizzard's reaction. All right. Uh, let's see. Competition rules, version 1.4, section 6.1. Engaging in any act that in Blizzard's sole discretion, that's the, a kind of a key word there, brings you into public disrepute, offends a portion or group of the public, or otherwise damages Blizzard's image will result in removal from Grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to zero U.S. dollars, in yeah. addition to other remedies which may be provided for under the for under the handbook and Blizzard's website terms yeah so that is the um rule that they implemented when um going against blitz chung in this case just in case anybody was um concerned that they just pulled this out of thin air i'm glad he got his money back um, yeah because you know as they said like he didn't really do anything gameplay wise that was bad I don't know. It's a complex issue. I understand on one part why Blizzard and Activision, along with a lot of other companies, are very hesitant. Because, yeah, when you when you have a communist nation the way that China is, you know, there's one hand there's a lot of business to be had there, but on the other hand, if you say something that ticks them off, you can they can kick you out just as quickly. You know, it, that's just a reality to the world. Like we. I mean, South Park found that out here recently, and I love South Park, but of course they don't really have anything to lose with that, which is why they're so powerful at what they do. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised people are upset. I can't say that Blizzard is completely wrong in their actions because they have the right to run their competitions how they see fit. And just as this guy had the right to speak up if you want to understanding that there could have been consequences to his actions. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those, uh, sticky yeah. situations because blizzard's interest is in, is in gaming, right? Exactly. It wants to stay away from politics or social agendas and, and all that stuff. But blitz Chung is like in the heart of a major thing that's going on exactly. in the world. And he sees a moment where he's like, maybe this can be good. You know, um, I don't know. Well, it's, you know, when you when you put on a gas mask and you say free Hong Kong, it's not like China's going to go, oh, now I'm convinced. Yeah. You know, it's like. Maybe he thought that. Maybe yeah. maybe he did. Who knows? I just. Um, a million lights, John. A million lights. I have thought. my I, you, you guys might remember last week when we were walking into dinner, my initial reaction was, what the F? This is not fair. This is just, you know, it upset me. The more I got reading about it, and the more I read, you know, their PR response that came out on Friday, um, I think the gaming community, the gaming press in general, has been really um, rallying behind this issue 
really hitting Activision with a sledgehammer over Damn. this issue. Um, and they're not the only ones right now, right? NBA yeah, is getting killed right NBA, now. Um, a, a lot of senators and politicians have even opined on Activision's decision to suspend Blitzchung. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just so many nuances to this issue that I'm surprised that the games media has sort of been one voice, one direction on it. Because it's, you know, on, on one hand, if you want to be a globalist world which a lot of people seem to want to be, you have to accept the nuances and differences in culture and what, and what is important to one country and another. Um, this idea of free speech, and I think the two of you recognize this, free speech, Blizzard has no obligation to protect anybody's free speech. The only obligation that falls on protecting free speech is the government can't infringe it. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised by this reaction because I wonder if, let's take the trope, conservative opinion. Let's say somebody came out after winning a match and said, make America great again. Mm-hmm. Let's say that player got suspended and oh, his money okay. taken away. Do you think the games media would be crying foul about it? I do. I don't. I guess I, I don't know. I don't because, I do. because my, they, my answer because be, they I, rallied behind. You think Polygon, Kotaku, IGN would all say you need to give that man back his money? I think we'd see opinion articles going, why this man deserved to get what he got because his his opinions are toxic. I, I, I think that's the way they. Would I can approach see it. what I can see where you would think that. You asked me my opinion. I I just don't think it would be that case because I think we'd still have a player who voiced something about um you know in on a, a political type arena after a gaming event and Blizzard's stance on that is we're not taking any of that. So I don't, no, I support yeah what Blizzard did. I'm right. talking about how the games media treated this issue. Because the games media can can get behind the idea of an oppressive communist regime, even though most games journalists are socialists. But anecdotal <laughs> dichotomy. Rawr! I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. But <clears throat> the games media is silent when people get kicked off Twitter and get demonetized on YouTube. This is the same application of the rule of protecting free speech. YouTube and Twitter have no obligation to protect your free speech. And when somebody with a middle of the road or even right leaning voice, let's say Colin Moriarty, no one's going to go after no one in the games media is going to defend Colin Moriarty for making a less than left leaning stance on something. If Blizzard bans him from something, no one's going to go to his defense. So I think the I think the mm. the hypocrisies are a little bit glaring around this issue. Yeah. I just I can't I, be if, so a matter of fact about it as you. Yeah, are. I would say this. this I, no, I, I'm not big no, no, on, no. on the games media has been matter of fact. Well, I'm talking about the nuance of the issue. I, I would say this. I don't want to ever say that. Oh, they would all do this, and it would be definitive. I think you'd have a. I think you'd have people that would react to those things in different ways, and you know that's that's the way it is. But to me, it's not so much about that. It would always be about the issue at hand, right? Like, so if you're saying an American is doing that and they're getting kicked out for that, I would protest. I would say, no, personally, to me, I'd say that's BS. We shouldn't be kicking people out. Obviously, this is a little bit different here because, because, you know, it's not an actual. Are we talking about, for example, an American getting kicked out of a Blizzard competition? Yeah. Like what you said, like for, for the thing you said, just like, you know, and I I would do that with any kind of thing because I'm, I'm just all about that unless it's truly like something really toxic, right? Like you're saying racist type of language or whatever. Right. Um, it would take that kind of stuff. But if we're just talking about like 
make America great again, I'd be like, okay, someone else can come up and say, yes, we can. Right. Who cares? I don't care. Um, no, I don't. You don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And, and But to me, like, that's the more important thing, because that's the thing that I can control is how I view myself. Um, as far as the media and all those kinds of things, I don't know how they would respond to it. Um, you would hope that if it's just something like that, that they would do it right. Or, <clears> you know, if they're not going at the very least, just say we're not going to have an opinion on it, maybe. If, if, if the but situation, silence is depend, deafening, depending on what it is, but I mean, it, it goes both ways, right? Like, because if they do say something, then it, then it's automatically divides people, right? Like, I'm so not, I'm not, I'm just not sure why we can be so convinced mm-hmm. that, I mean, uh, out of everything we've seen from the games media, look, they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. It's a free country. It is free speech. Yep. But, I'm just talking about what I've seen over the past decade of, of, of reading articles, knowing where these people, these writers come from. Mm. I think you can make a very educated guess on who they would defend and who they would stay quiet at the at bare minimum, simply stay quiet about. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, <clears throat> I'll always be under the guise of like, let's see what actually happens before we, and for something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's things like if we're, on other things, I'd be like, you should weigh the pros and cons before you do something. That's a different discussion, yeah. right? But you know, and for people who are who were against him getting banned, I mm. was against him getting banned. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, it's also to, you have to keep in mind that the United States has about 150 million gamers. Sure, China has a half a billion, if yeah. not more. That matters in a globalist economy. I agree. That bears weight in a globalist economy, whether you like it or not. But I think. The thing that games I would argue, the main thing I would argue here, though, is at the same time, and there's a fair point to be made here, to Blizzard, the thing that should matter the most to them is the opinions of their fans, the people who actually do buy their games, right? Not the potential people of business in China who you have no idea, and yes, they're out there and you could maybe get them someday, but to say, like, look, we're just going to, even though you all are against this, we're just going to say, no, screw it because we don't want to screw up the potential for it. Like if they come out in force and they are showing that solidarity, I think Blizzard would be a foolish company to ignore it. Just like, you know, uh, yeah, a- any, yeah, any other be. company would be too, if you have the kind of same scenario. Um, but on the one unless hand, they'd it's also going be, against their own principles. They'd right? also be foolish to ignore what their investors are telling them to do. Sure. I mean, it, it's up to them to decide what they want to be. And I guess like, mm. I get why people who are fans of Blizzard are upset because they are in the vein of like Blizzard is supposed to be this inclusive place that increases positivity. And yeah. here you have a guy literally, you know, protesting for freedom of people that I don't mm-hmm. think any objective person mm-hmm. would, would object to the idea that, yeah, what's going on in Hong Kong is pretty screwed up. Um, but, you know, yeah. who knows? I, I mean, like on the other end, I, I get why Blizzard has this statement. If that's the choice they want to, that's that's up to them. You know, that they're their own company. Maybe I won't buy another skin in Overwatch or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's not something that's huge for me. Oh, show. You know what is huge for me? That they canceled an Overwatch. Oh, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're just going to keep this uh, train rolling with all this kind of stuff. Yeah, huh? Positive. Let's do it. Uh, positivity. Uh, Blizzard cancels. Oh, no. Overwatch event. Um, Blizzard has canceled a launch event for Overwatch 
on the Nintendo Switch just seven mere days after announcing the event. Um, it was originally set for October 16th at New York's Nintendo World Store. I got to get out there. That place looks fantastic. The first 150 fans to sign up were guaranteed meet and greets with voice actors for the game's characters. There's been no official word on why the event was specifically canceled, although one can deduce that it is due to recent controversies on the banning of a Hearthstone player. This and the fact that it's Twitter page. Twitter. Twitter play. I can't say that, John. You messed me up. You, you say it. Ready? This and the fact that it's Twitter page was flooded with hashtag boycott blizzard following the announcement. Yeah. So there's that. It's probably a good idea. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't think it, <laughs> fundamentally I mean, speaking. Were, yeah. Fundamentally, they would have had a lot of problems. And, uh, in the heart of New York where there's just like a million people and all you need is a thousand of them to be upset to show up here and, and make this into a scene that gets covered by Kotaku or whoever. Right. Um, so yeah, it's probably a good idea. Let this just blizzard. I think, I think blizzard is, yeah, I think blizzard, (laughs) the only thing blizzard wants to do right now is just be quiet and, and let time pass and hope that you people move on. I uh, <clears throat> I heard that Overwatch on Switch mm-hmm. in its retail packaging doesn't have a cartridge in it. Isn't that out today? I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, though. It's like, how do you trade that in? <laughs> you can't like, trade you'll that You'll never in. trade it in. <laughs> Ever. Oh. Uh, hey, yeah. Finally this week. League Finally. of Legends. Finally this week. Esports players. Quote, unquote, censored. Oh no! Following the Blizzard contra- uh, controversy, so much controversy. This League week. of Legends players have been preemptively asked to refrain from political statements at events. Riot's global lead of League, <laughs> global Riot's head. global head of League of Legends esports issues a statement saying, "As a general rule, we want to keep our broadcast focus on the game, the sport, and the players." We serve fans from many different countries and cultures, and we believe this opportunity comes with a responsibility to keep personal views on sensitive issues separate. Therefore, we have reminded our casters and pro players to refrain from discussing any of these topics on air, end Mm. quote. And so from Blizzard, (laughs) companies learn. I don't think they're learning. I think that's just the way all of them want it. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's the way all of them want it. Yeah. It's just yeah. a reminder of, hey, guys, let's keep it that way. Um, let's not fall into the realm of controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, don't speak on political things. Please don't bring up our wonderful issues internally <laughs> that have been going on in the past year either. Thank you. Appreciate Here's a check. Good night. It's funny, though. Tencent owns 5% shares in Activision. That's the big reason, too. But Epic Games, uh, 40% of its investments are from China. And the CEO of Epic has said that China will will have no will have zero influence um, if something were like were to happen like that. Now, the I think the CEO of uh, Epic actually is a chief mm-hmm. primary shareholder of the company. Like oh, he so owns he most of the shares, so I guess he can do that. He's in that position. But I just found that position like for Activision Blizzard, how much is five percent? I'm just curious. It's got to be lot. A, a lot, right? Yeah, because I know Tencent as Seven a company people. has their hands in a lot of Tencent stuff. Tencent is one of the largest companies out there. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of investments. Yeah. I don't know. They're one of the big players, guys. It'll be interesting to see because every time 
I see this kind of go on in sports at least. Like it doesn't work if the unless the player base is just fine with it, right? Like you know, the NFL got very outspoken, and then the NBA also got very outspoken. And I don't think you're going to like turn those ideas around now. LeBron right? James so, sent something today. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. People are burning his jersey in China now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Are they really? Or- yes. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, that's just, that's the nature of like versus like say for whatever reason, baseball, they don't say anything and you know, hockey, but like I will say hockey. that all, all these things, all these esports leagues, they're going to potentially have this situation where if people do start getting outspoken, they're going to have to make some really hard decisions, right? Because what are you going to do? Like for instance, in Dota, if all of a sudden, uh, one of the best teams comes out and says, yeah, screw, screw China. We love Hong Kong. We're with the protesters. Like you're going to cut that out. Right. And then what if like a bunch of Chinese teams, you know, say we're not going to compete at anything that has, uh, these, these teams and people like they could have, it could get ugly. Huge issues. Huge. Do you believe Activision when they said that this had no bearing on what the decision was? I do. Uh, I actually do. I think, I think in their little, was it the, the, their rules and regulations and bylaws and all that stuff. They're like, we, we can decide and we don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. I'd kind I, of like to see, it'd be difficult to gauge, like, has anybody in interviews done this type of stuff before and did they react to it? Mm-hmm. That would be the question. I guess but I, I would, have no problem with them claiming that they it had no weight on it. I, I believe them. I don't I believe them in this word. I won't take that straight up. I mean, like, 100% certain because I don't know. I would just say that's why I would say I don't know, but we'll say that it's clear that they didn't just go expand things that weren't there, right? Like mm-hmm. in terms of legal definitions of what they could and could not do. So, well, Blitz, Blitzchung has given every indication that he understood the policy before he made the statement. Yeah, yeah. And he and he indicated that he understood that it would probably happen. I mean, hey, he's not the first. I yeah. mean, I know we don't think a lot of esports people as athletes, but that's been a common thing throughout history. You know, whether I know most recently we think about Colin Kaepernick and that rubs people the, the wrong way, some people the wrong way. But like, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Who's the- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Scott, Captain Skyhook. Uh, Kareem. Yeah. Kurt Flood. Yeah. Uh, dudes that won uh, at the Olympics in 68. Uh, freaking, of course, Muhammad Ali, who is now heralded as one of the most iconic American athletes of all time, was hated on overwhelmingly for a decade for things that he did during the 60s and early 70s. Um, you know, it's... It's something that people have to decide for themselves. And I think if, if you choose, the, you know, you're not going to really care what Blizzard or, or Riot says. So, yeah, I mean, but you have to be willing to pay a price. Yeah. You got to pay the, you got to pay the Piper. Yeah. Even if it's See, not John, fair. The Piper is. Oh, boo. <laughs> oh, Ooh. <laughs> you guys uh, want to wrap up this wonderful segment? <laughs> Just to be safe. Never, ever. Really? You want to keep going? Just to be safe. (laughs) Emails! Electronic mail from the future. (laughs) 
When people <laughs> want to write their thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, they do so by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. But just double check one more time, Chris. Uh, I'll check, but I just don't one think. more time. We might be, we might have a clean slate on the emails, which is fine because my stomach is rumbly. That means I'm hungry, John. And Chris had to go get the keyboard. It's fantastic. Wait, is your why does your why does your background only look like the universe? Because there's a thing you can do. Oh, I want mine to look like that. Oh wow, look at that! Oh, look at that! Look at that! We got one. Okay, and you made it once again. If you want to write your thoughts and prayers in, you can do so by writing us weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat gmail.com. Just like Vince did. Hello, and he Vince. Says, uh, hey, Chris, Sean, and John. Spelled perfectly, sir. What's up, Vince? Hello. I'm a new listener, and the first episode I caught was about three or four weeks ago. And the start of the show began <laughs> with a 20 minute discussion of how to wipe your butt. And at that moment, I knew I'd found a gem of a show. Yes, sir. Just wrote to say thank you for giving me something to laugh and listen to in my workday. I love the cool phrases. My wife, Richard, you guys say each week, along with the nerd news I love to follow. Have a good one, guys. And as always, I'm looking forward to a new episode every week. P.S. If you guys need an extra teammate on Xbox Live, you can add me at... Oh, that made me nervous because I thought you were going to weigh his gamer tag, Chris, but you didn't. But he says I like to think I'm decent. I do, too. I do, too, Vince. Hey. Thank you for the write-in. Um, and, and hopefully we can bring you more content like the correct way to wipe your butt. Who That's knows? That's what we aim to do. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Sean. Yeah. What tweets do we have? So over here on Twitter, um, Chris touched on it ooh, a little bit earlier. Um, but we wanted to read the actual apology from the HV Video Game Podcast Network um, and, and the controversy of us having some possible profanity. Controversy? During an was advertisement. It, it was, for me at least. Okay? It was a scandal. Um, it's an absolute scandal. HP says, just to publicly state an apology here to any listeners that may have been affected, also to clarify, since promo insertion insertion is done dynamically, Ooh. there were less than 50 plays of this promo network wide on all shows. So not all listeners have been affected. Again, apologies. Um, mm-hmm. With that said, our, our good friend uh, Jason um, at My Name is Mud says, Don't sweat it, guys. I'm sure people can pull up their big boy shorts for one minor mess up. Indeed. Um, our good friend... Uh, oh, I messed up there. I gotta go. I gotta do that. I'm still messing up. I'm messing up, guys. I'm nervous. Terrible. Um, basically, where the, where the, I just synced it. Oh, here it is. I got it. So Apple Podcasts asked, um, this question out on their Twitter. What podcast never fails to make you laugh? And our good friend, Nat the Gooner replied to Apple oh, Podcasts and, and only said the one true answer. And that would be us at Weekly Game Chat. Thank you, Nat, for that. We are the one true podcast. We are the one true. Um, Oh, man, the barbarian loves our topic time intro music. He says it's dope and he could listen to it for a while. Drop that beat indeed. Um, and let's see here. If you want that, uh, go check out Daft Punk. (laughs) Oh, uh, um, Mike. Oh, uh, eight, eight bit Opa. Opa. Maybe eight bit Opa. I'm going to go Opa. So, um, Chris, this is concerning John's. Astral chain. Topic. Okay. My hammering. Um, this week, John breaks planes of existence to summon his legion and do battle in platinum games as astral chain. And, um, Opa says his description actually made me want a switch. Look at there, John. Nice. Nice. You did well, my friend. Thank you. Um, we got some new followers. Oh man, the barbarian being one of them. And, uh, 
Thank I love you. that name. Uh, Vince. Vince. Vince is following. Vince just followed us. We're following you back, Vince. We love you, bruh. Um, and finally, the um, and the aforementioned 8-Bit Opa. Hey. Too young to be a grandfather, but my grandkids disagree. That's funny. He likes video games, and he's a Marine Corps vet. Well, thanks thanks for, for your service. service. Yes, sir. And that's it for the Twitter. Nice and short. There you, you know, go. I once uh, asked a Marine, <clears throat> and I didn't know Simplify? he was a Marine. No, I didn't, I didn't know he was a Marine. <laughs> okay. But I asked him, he, he mentioned he, he was in the military. I said, sir, what, what uh, branch of the military were you in? He goes, there's only one branch in the military. That's the way they view it. And that's, the, that's how they. That's the Marines. Yeah. That's the Marines. The few, the proud. Every time you got to go someplace to fight, the Marines. you boys always give us a ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Is this when we get all of our Navy and Army emails that come in? Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Coast Guard some, comes in. <laughs> I talked to a Marine once that said, you know what Army National stands Guard. for? I said, no, sir. He goes, ain't ready for Marines yet. Uh and I, I said, I don't think that's very nice. There's missing a letter. There's an F missing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been episode 226 of Weekly Games Chat. 226. Yeah, we're, we're up there. Moving on along. Right. Uh, if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use. And I like it. I like the oh, show. Okay. Well, make sure you subscribe. Have guys. we subscribed? Yeah. You'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday or late tuesday depending where you live yeah some um, you get lucky yeah some people do get lucky uh uh for your listening pleasure and if while you're there on whatever service you use they have some sort of rating system make sure you drop us a rating or a review helps people find the show it's always appreciated john drops a single tear every time he sees there's another rating on itunes please unless it's one star help us <laughs> Then he cries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to write us in again, write us weekly games chat, gmail.com. That's weekly games chat, gmail.com or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook, or you can join in the discussion yourself on discord. You can find the link for that on the Twitter, or you can go over to discord and just search wonderful group there. They're always talking about stuff. They let me know. Like for instance, Google play was broken. So I'm working to resolve that. Um, so, you know, that's always good. Uh, Penny is looking away on my hand because disgusting. This is what she does. It's just disgusting. Here you go. Oh my God. Don't get that away from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but until next time, I will simply say game on, game on, <laughs> game on, Sean, game on, Chris, game on, shouty McShouter, <laughs> game on, Chrissy Pooh and Shawnee, game on, Wani. Pookie Bear. Oh, oh, we'll change up, huh? Pookie! Pookie Wookie! (laughs) Your mom's back! Anytime now. Peace out, everybody. Thug life! (laughs) 